When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, My Talk 1071. I was looking forward to this segment so much that I thought it was happening at 1.30. <laughs> I know, you were um, like, wait a minute. <laughs> Where is... Well, I was trying to leave time in that segment for I know. listening you're always, to this. I, you're always thinking about time, and I appreciate that. Oh, uh, well, thank you. And I should just look at what we just planned, <laughs> with apparently I just forgot. So, anyway, we are talking about this is a uh, this is a food court segment, so let's get into it. Ooh, hold on one oh, second. Oh, you're fine. I had the uh, clip of her up. Let's do this instead. Now I'm going to visit the only court I could never be in contempt of. Food court. Bradley versus Dawn. They love to argue. On topics from the world of cuisine. White meat or dark meat? Blue cheese or ranch? It's food court. Got to be a better way to phrase that. Let's go. The Honorable Mike Ganger presiding. Something's happening in the food court. Oh, a Sbarro. And really, we were going to do a whole conversation about ketchup and whether or not you should put it in the fridge or not. Don't don't leave it out. Put it in the fridge. Heinz wants you to know. But then, Dawn, before the show, we came across a clip, a clip from a TV show that I think a lot of people have watched over the years. And I played you some audio and you busted out laughing and we decided let's just make an entire segment about this clip, yeah. shall we? Yeah. So the clip involves... The TLC show, and I forget, it's like a strange, my strange addiction, but it was like a food-based one, Mm. and I think they were called Freaky Eaters, which I think these days we wouldn't call people Freaky Eaters, but that's what it was called back in the day with people who had like weird food habits or odd, I don't don't know, what's the appropriate word? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Patterns. Patterns, yes. And we came across this woman who literally eats 10,000 ice cream bars per year. (laughs) Mike's face. Yeah. If you work out the math on that, you'd have to eat like 28 a day. Yeah. Roughly. Like she literally pulled out the calendar or the calculator. You will first you did pull out the clock clock and then I'm like, "Uh oh, (laughs) clock calculator. But then you got to your calculator and you did the math. But then um, I just I I couldn't not share this with the audience. So, Mike, we've got some audio. Mm -hmm. This is a woman. She's 50 50 years old. Her name is Kimberly, and she's obsessed with eating something 40 times a day. Let's have a look. 50-year-old Kimberly eats almost nothing but ice cream bars. I get obsessed over the ice cream bars. They caress my throat all the way down to my stomach. It's almost like having a lover. Oh, God, this is Kimberly eats as many as 40 ice cream bars every single day, from morning until late into the night. Uh-huh. There's times I get up and eat ice cream bars in the middle of the night every couple of hours. So what? When I eat these ice cream bars, 
It is like everything else goes away. Kimberly consumes hundreds of ice cream bars each month, up to a staggering 10,000 per year. I know that it's an addiction and wonder what's so wrong with me that I need so many ice cream bars a day. Why do I need so many ice, ice cream, cream bars? bars. <laughs> Don't you love that she's like, uh, it goes down my throat right into my stomach. <laughs> she's like, it really, I really wanted to bring this clip because I wanted to see Mike's face. And that was really good. He did like a what, what, what mm-hmm. double take like three times with his head. And then like, oh, and then she started talking about how the ice cream goes down her throat and a lo- something about a lover. Like her lover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I will also mention that when I examined the clip, it seemed like she was eating a Magnum bar. If you know yeah, what that is. I don't. Th- these don't have chocolate on them, though. Don't oh, Magnum thought, bars have chocolate on the outside? Like a Magnum? I thought, no. Oh, maybe they do. You're right. It's like a chocolate like ice a cream bar. Magnum but this, bar. I could not figure out what's hilarious is that the ice cream in this clip. So, you guys, also... Like, I just want us to think about, like, what is the thing that you could eat 40 of a day? Yeah. Like, you could totally just pound and not even think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was looking at this, in the clip, you have to watch it because she, she keeps pulling out these boxes of ice cream with, like, it's like a cardboard box that somebody got at, like, UPS oh. and put, like, a color printer label on the front to make it look like an ice cream box but it's not real like it's clearly that they just like they didn't want to show a brand name yeah but we still need to know but it's hilarious because they they i mean it looks so fake and that they the two people that are there to help her show up at the grocery store when she's getting her like supply and she just has like all of these packing boxes in her cart i'm like that is not a real ice cream box but she obviously is eating something they you know that they're mm-hmm. not going to advertise. Um, I'm ju- just trying to think of what I could eat 40 of a day, and I just don't know. Maybe those, like, popsicles that are, like, Popeyes. Yep, Popeyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throat, uh, it makes me cough for some reason. I think there's something in the preservatives or something. I cough, but I might be able to eat. And maybe just, like, in liquid form. Like, I could just open up a tube and just, like, suck that down. Yeah. And then just do that. Or just empty 40 into a cup and put some Sprite in it. And then I would develop diabetes because that's a lot of sugar. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't have that much sugar So you in would a just day. drink the whole thing? Uh, yeah, I probably would. Mike, what about you? Uh, you just nailed it. So yeah. remember I told you about that phase when I used to just basically eat uh, cereal all the time. Oh, yeah. I kind of hated oh, yeah, myself yeah, yeah, yeah. and lived, yeah, lived all alone. <laughs> yeah, one of the other things I loved doing uh, was uh, those assorted flavor ice, uh, ices that you're talking Freezies. Freezies. Right. Yeah, Freezy Pops. And, oh, man, I would buy those like crazy. And I thought, oh, this is kind of fun. Look, Yummy. I'm just an adult eating Freezies all the yeah. time. And then I realized how much sugar is in them. And then I started doing the math and realized, <sighs> wow, that's like. 100 grams of sugar I probably don't need to be eating per day. So I used to be addicted to those things. But for me, it would be peanut butter M&M's. I I could literally eat a pound of those a day. My favorite M&M's. Yeah, 100%. The only other thing that I could eat that much of would not be as sweet. It would be like Doritos. Like I could eat eat a whole bag of Doritos and a whole bag of peanut butter M&M's every single day of my life. Mm, Yeah, no. You would get sick of them. Well, I mean, yeah, like realistically. I'm just saying like in my mind. She has to have those 
those bars. Oh, she does. And she she gets to the point where she doesn't need to have as many. Okay. Um, at the end of it. And I've watched a lot of at least, not this show, but it sounds extremely similar to My Strange Addiction. I think it's basically a spinoff of that show. Right, just involving food. We don't feel like that when I say we, I mean uh, my boyfriend and I, we didn't feel like they offered a lot of solutions at the end. It was like they made him go to counseling or a doctor and the doctor would say, hey, do you know that you can't eat your mattress? It's bad for you. Yeah. And, and they're like, like anybody oh, could have told you that. anything. And they're like, yeah, it is. You really <laughs> should stop eating your mattress. But then it wasn't like, and now we're going to pay for counseling for you until yeah. you stop eating yeah. your mattress. Mm-hmm. So it felt kind of, mm, we felt kind of bad about watching it, but you kind of just can't stop. It's like I'm, an, I'm obsessed with balloons or whatever it is. So, I know it always was slightly depressing, which I feel like is the problem with all of those TLC shows. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're like, oh, God, I just I, I feel, feel bad for them. I feel bad that this woman is eating Vicks VapoRub. Uh-huh. I mean, there's dirty diapers. There's all no, kinds of things. No, no. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh. Yes, that gel inside. Anyway, let's oh. move back to the ice cream. Isn't that too much dairy? Like, for your system, <laughs> are you going to, what if she becomes lactose intolerant? What is she going to do? Yeah, I because think lactose intolerance age, is like the least of her problems. <laughs> I just feel like the amount of chemicals and sugar in those things. And I would I would be surprised if it's even dairy. Like maybe oh, it's some okay. kind of, you know. But it's like how she's getting all of her calories, I, know. I think. Oh, yeah. It's <sighs> not healthy how at all. How is she not? Mm, yeah. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> I do think she's enjoying herself, though. I mean, she describes it as she's really having pleasure well she breaks down in the grocery aisle when those two show up to help her she's like i don't want to do this anymore so it's clearly a problem kimberly yeah and kimberly gets help and the two people help her uh and then like i said at the end according to an article i found because i was like where's kimberly now because that's like when you see these shows at baskin (laughs) oh god Stop she it. can't. No, she can't. It they would wouldn't let hard. her. Yeah, that would not be good. That would be a What's relapse. What's happening with Kimberly? I'm sorry. Um, well, she actually did go work. Um, at, you know, this is the strangest thing. She is at the state fair at the uh, Midwest Dairy Building. She's not, and you are messing with me. And I am gullible, <laughs> but don't do that. I don't. I usually. You admit. you went somewhat. I did. There was part of me that said, oh, no, we have to encounter her. And now I just laughed about her. You didn't laugh about her. No, I really do feel for this woman. That has to be really distressing. Anything that's compulsive like that. Oh, yeah. Like any and I'm sure we've all had some sort of behavior habit where like I can't do that anymore. Yeah, definitely. Um, But none of them as delicious as this one. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say like, you know, as a person who had a problem with alcohol, um, it was not as, you know, um, lighthearted perhaps as like ice cream sandwiches. But it would be kind of hilarious. Like every week you go to the grocery store and they're like, uh, do we have our stock for Kimberly? There's that lady again. What do you do with all them ice cream bars? Yeah. You know, I mean, oh. I wonder if she could buy them in bulk or if she goes to Costco. Now I'm just thinking of logistics. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's... If she did... Well, again, I encourage you to watch the episode, which I've linked. Okay. Because you will see her in the dairy aisle or in the frozen okay. dairy aisle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, okay. So we're going to move from ice cream uh, experiences to angry Alec Baldwin, oh, which is kind of redundant. Yeah. 
right? Like, because Alec Baldwin is always angry. And Dawn, you're going to tell us all about what Alec Baldwin has been complaining about mm-hmm. most recently when we come back right here on my. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. <sighs> Have you made your checkup appointment yet? No, I know we're about to head to a holiday week, so it's probably the last thing on your mind. But why not just cross it off the list today, and then you don't have to think about it. It's really that easy. DakotaDental.com. Head over to the website. Give them a call. Make that appointment. They'll have plenty of times that are available at a schedule or at a time that works for your schedule. Here's the thing. It doesn't even have to be like in the near future. Maybe you want to get that appointment at back-to-school time. Whatever works best for you, just head to DakotaDental.com. They're open early mornings, evening hours, and you'll love the level of care and service you get at Dakota Dental. I know this because I'm a patient there. I've been there a lot this year. I'm so grateful for for their attention to detail, just their professionalism, and the level of care that they provide each and every time I'd walk through those doors. You will, too. They're super convenient to the Metro. Right down in Apple Valley, head to dakotadental.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. This is your place for entertainment. Coming up in just a little bit here, we're going to be talking to our friend Paul McGuire-Grimes about movies coming out this weekend and a movie that's having a 40th anniversary, if you can believe that. So stay tuned for that coming up next. Right now, though, we need to talk about Alec Baldwin and how he's an asshat. Oh, God. (laughs) Jeez, go right there. Sorry. He is. Um, I thought you weren't going to say hat. Yeah. I got real excited. Oh, and the H scared you probably. Hole. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Alec Baldwin, this <laughs> happened to be this. My boyfriend was in New York and he flew home on Wednesday. And this is the same day. I'm pretty sure in the same airport. Oh, that's he cool. Was Did he, he didn't see Alec Baldwin. He didn't see Alec Baldwin. Um, but. He ha- he was delayed like for six hours, so this is true. But it's not like it was a mystery. It had everything to do with the weather. Should you? Wa- I mean, do you want to get in an airplane where the the pilots and the crew are like it's too dangerous to fly because of weather? No, you want to stay in the airport. Yeah. So he is fed up with the delays. And he- we've heard a lot about delays, right? We like. I feel like it's a thing. All summer, it's just you have to deal with it, and you should just. Plan accordingly. It sucks, but don't make a tight schedule for yourself because you never know, right? Well, I don't know if he's trying to appear um, relatable, like he's just one of us, but he put this on his Instagram with a a face that looked like he had really had it. Six and a half hours on a plane, sitting at the gate, waiting to fly Newark to Vancouver. No end in sight. Um, Thanks, Alec. And then he put hashtag, (laughs) how will global warming affect air travel? Okay. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, uh, I don't get that. I just, you know. And then another one. In his second post, he wrote the next hour with the, a face that looked even like, it looks like really... It says, why are U.S. airlines so essy? Fill in the blanks with that word. Poopy. Sitting here seven and a half hours. Okay. It, like, dude, you got, you, you need to realize that, number one, let me just be your PR firm right now. This is BDEPR. That's our PR firm. It's Bradley and Dawn Enterprises. Um. People said, imagine how the folks feel in economy, fly private, you have the loot, cry me a river, lifestyle, the rich and famous, always complaining, always complaining. Um, I just want to say you that when people say your name right now, Alec, they think jerk, jerk. And there was a terrible accident on a set. Yeah. That you were involved in that makes them. Uh, sad. Yeah, I mean, truly, they're going to they're going to have one of two thoughts in their head. One, uh, they're going to think murderer Two. Yeah. Uh, reckless person, right? Exactly. Like, so those are like of the things you want people to be thinking about. Don't post something that, yeah, that sucks a lot. I would hate it too, but it's very trivial in the world of, I wonder what, um, oh, the young lady who passed away, like her family, what are they doing Elena right Hutchins, now? Yeah. Like the Hutchins family, what are they doing right now? I'm sure that they're not yeah. going, oh, my God, I'm sitting on an airplane and I'm so sad. Like, stop it. You don't have the right to, I mean, you do, but it's just not a good look for you to be, you know, complaining about something where you get to do a privilege thing, which is fly the skies. And just stop talking about negative stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it really rubs the wrong way in general when you see celebrities and privileged people complaining about their airline experience because mm-hmm. it's like, especially if it's a vacation, no, nobody really... Look, I get it. Like, we've all been traveling, and when you're in it, it sucks. Mm-hmm. We live in a world where people want to share everything that's happening on their in their life. So in that way, that seems pretty normal. But I think when you're a celebrity, it's a it's like extra different because there's already this idea that you're living a super privileged life. Mm-hmm. And maybe Alec Baldwin doesn't feel that way, but like he is. Or if you're standing up for someone else and complaining about a situation, I think that's OK. Yeah, for sure. Because but then it looks like me, you're. Yeah. yeah, this is just dude. Just enough. listening to him complain about what it's like. I mean, thanks for sharing. But, you know, I'm going to. I'm going to be over here doing my job and not going on vacation. So, and plus, I don't know if it's just like it's just like um, like U.S. airlines, and it like implies that European airlines or some other, which are privileged, by the way, for you to be able to fly wherever they're going, are better. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Ryanair in Europe is terrible. Oh, I've never flown that. that. It's a discount airline. Anyway. Uh, all right. When we come back, our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes will join us. He's got all the latest to uh, catch in theaters this week when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. really is better on the water. Hey, my talkers, Captain Bradley here with a way to make your summer fun on the lake easier than ever before. Did you know your boat club will deliver your boat rental directly to your cabin or verbo? How cool and hassle-free is that? With daily and week-long boat rentals, your boat club gets you on the water in no time. 
They take care of the work, you take care of the fun. Just show up, boat, and enjoy your summer getaways. Discover the smartest way to boat today with your boat club. That's yourboatclub.com. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk, 107.1. This is your place for entertainment, uh, and it's Friday, and we have some big movies coming up this weekend, and also a special anniversary of a certain movie. We have Paul McGuire Grimes, Paul's trips to the movies, on the show with us right now. Hello, it's great to be here. Hello, yeah. So, you've got a full plate today. Yeah, let's talk about two big Summer franchises that are having a moment. Let's first start with a big movie opening in theaters this weekend. It's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, the fifth and final Indiana Jones movie with Harrison Ford. So he's back. So it takes place in 1969. Indiana Jones set to retire from teaching when unexpectedly his goddaughter, Helena, who's played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, shows up wanting to get her hands on one half of Alchemides' dial. And that kind of kicks off this movie because then there's the villain, Mad Mickelson's character, because he always plays villains. Yes, he does. Oh, who is a former Nazi trying to get his hands on the dial. And we first see the dial in his character in the prologue, which is with young Indiana Jones back in the 30s. Oh my god, I love this. I love this. And this is like there's a bunch of CGI or not CGI, whatever de aging that was done to Mr. Uh, uh, Ford. Yes, in in this beginning prologue, I will say that the de aging actually looks pretty good. If I wasn't specifically looking at it, I would not have known. Mm. That is not where my issues with special effects come into play. Oh, you have an issue with it. Uh, Here's okay. Yes, what I will say though that I think that just seeing Harrison back as Indiana Jones in that kind of grumpy, you know, adventurer, he's got he just has those wisecracking one-liners. Worth the price of admission alone. Oh, doesn't really matter how the rest of the movie is, but he's (laughs) he's so good. Hearing that John Williams score, it's apparently going to be John Williams' final film score. Oh wow! I know. So and then Phoebe Waller Bridge also really fun as like this kind of frenemy relationship to Indy in the movie, Um, and they've got good banter. Now my issue is with Uh how it's shot Mm. and just overall action scenes. Okay, because for me. I felt like so much of it is CGI and a lot of the action is shot so close in and tight that I was like, back up. Like, I want to see the locales. I want to see the adventure. I want to feel like I'm on the edge of my seat. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I didn't quite get there. And I think about how a movie that's set in 1969 but then made with like 2022 filmmaking technology looks off to me. Sure. Uh, like those 80s, like too clean. Too clean, too like I see where the green screen is. And I don't feel like you're actually like putting oh. yourselves in peril. Now I saw this the day after I saw Mission Impossible, which is all real. Oh. That like I was like, oh like big difference. Big, big difference. And when I think about the original trilogy, you know, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg using set models and real locations and just like you feel that adventure. You it. feel the grandness of it, the epic scale. And I didn't quite get there. This does have a different director, so Spielberg did not direct this one. Okay. Um, he, George Lucas, were all producers on the film. But it's James Mangold. He also did Ford v. Ferrari, Logan, Walk the Line. So he's like he's no snuff Ooh, filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. Not snuff, but like slough of a filmmaker. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Snuff. Yeah, um, snuff movies. So I, and this might be picky, but I was missing that grand scale that I wanted from an indie film. But still okay. we're seeing three out of five ticket stars. <gasps> yeah, it, it sounds like, you know, it's giving us the things that we want, but it's not like entering new territory, although... You really probably don't want that on an indie movie, right? Yeah. Right. 
But yeah. it is like it's going to be the last Harrison Ford movie. And he's just so he's so he's having a he's having a great career right now. I mean, he always has been, but like yeah. with this shrinking. Uh, 1923, the Yellowstone prequel which series, which I have not watched yet. Oh, like, right. he's just kicking butt. Like he Harrison really is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we also have, um, we have National Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> yes. So um, National Lampoon's Vacation, the original movie, is celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. Oh I don't God. know if that makes you all feel old like yep, me. Pretty yep, much. Pretty yeah. much. Um, I recently got to sit down with Dana Barron, who plays the original Audrey in the movie, to talk about you know her memories making the movies, that what they've kind of stood for in pop culture zeitgeist, and how much she enjoyed talking about it. So you can see those interviews on my that interview on my YouTube channel. But just kind of thinking back to like these two franchises, and National Lampoon's Vacation, directed by Harold Ramis, written by John Hughes, mm-hmm. Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Anthony Michael Hall plays Rusty. Oh, yeah. John Candy's in it. Yeah. I was watching it again to prep for the interview, and I'm like, this movie still holds up. <laughs> it's still hysterical in a very R-rated. Like, we oh, may yeah. think, oh, oh sure. like, a family oh, movie hey, vacation. No, don't put it, it on. No. Like, for Fourth of July. I bet there, if I remember, well, there had to have been boobies. There are boobies in it a couple different times. Like, yeah, well, at least one set. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, don't like have it's the kids pop it on like at the cabin. Yeah. Like maybe put it on after they go to bed. Yeah. But just think like the the. I mean, without this movie, we would not have had European vacation. We would not have had Christmas vacation, which is. It, which is a forever classic. Yes. These movies are now streaming on Max and just like they're all relatable. Like we've all gone on road trips with our family <laughs> yes. that have not gone well. Pillow fights in the back seats. Things that just yeah, like one totally time relatable. I totally put relatable. my crayons in the back window oh, no. of the car Soup. and they all melted right. into one big piece together. Yes. Oh my god! But there was like a shag carpet deal going on back there for some oh, reason. Oh god! So you had to like pick it out. Yeah, my dad was so mad. Anyway, yeah. So there's a new um, 4K release of it out. If you want to pick it up, it's just so fun. And to hear Dana talk about. The chem, like the chemistry that they just naturally had as a family. Chevy Chase kind of rewriting things because that's what Chevy does. Oh. Um, I, you, don't, you won't see this in the interview because I took it out, but I will say I did ask her about her and Anthony Michael Hall not being cast again in the sequel. Oh, right. I always wondered that. Right. So yeah. I got an answer from her and she was really hurt by how it all went down. Really? Because apparently they were set to do the sequel. Anthony Michael Hall went off to go film Weird Science with John Hughes. And then all of a sudden, um, Amy Heckerling was now directing European Vacation. And because Anthony Michael Hall was off filming Weird Science, Amy Heckerling did not want to use Dana Barron with a different Rusty. So she just decided to recast both of them instead. That's a bummer. Yeah. So that is why that tradition, if you will, of recasting Audrey and Rusty happened yes. in all four Oh gosh, movies. it just okay. was happenstance. And then it became yeah. kind of funny, right? And it became kind of funny. Yes. I was like, why are these always different actors? Well, uh, is she have anything what is she doing now is she still acting she's not really acting she did some stuff in the 80s and 90s i don't think she's really acting anymore um she does the convention circuit because i did ask her like hey what 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 do fans tell you about their memories of this movie and she really (laughs) loves hearing fan stories and is like collecting them and in the interview she like had a wally world hat on and a sweatshirt so she was kind of in character like she was totally in the vibe of the movie but it's just it's fun to kind of relive that movie and those experiences and think 
God, this is 40 years later. It's a timeless classic. And oh, you think for about sure. The great John Hughes movies, the great Harold Ramis movies. And there's something about a cabin movie or just like a summer blockbuster like Indiana yes. Jones to like have a good movie marathon. It does make me want to go back and just watch all the other indie movies. And they are streaming on Paramount Plus. So Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, all on Paramount Plus. And if you, if we got time, a little oral history. We sure do. We definitely have time. Yeah. So um, George Lucas in the 70s had this idea of wanting to do like a serial type movie, like back, like in the vein of like a Zorro or a Buck Rogers, wanting Mm -hmm. that type of style. And he was kind of kicking around the idea of different friends, different filmmakers. His buddy, Steven Spielberg, was working on Close Encounters. And Steven was like, hey, I want to do a James Bond movie, but not like something like that. Uh And George was like, hey, I've got this idea of this Indiana Jones. So they, you know, those two creative monsters Ah. put their thinking hats together and then put forth Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then Tom Selleck was originally cast and couldn't do it because he had just started doing Magnum P.I. and couldn't Mm -hmm. get out of that contract. And that's why Harrison took over because Harrison already worked with George with, uh, of course, Star Wars. Oh my gosh, that is just, I can't believe it's been 40 years. That's crazy. I want to ask you about, we didn't get a chance since it came out um, to talk about uh, No Hard Feelings. Right, with with Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. I have not seen it yet. Oh, you haven't? No. Okay, okay. You know, I I took the week off that week from seeing movies and I just have not had a chance to see it yet. But I've heard it's very funny. Okay, because we were thinking it wasn't going to be, like we were cringing Mm -hmm. at the premise. Right. The premise sounds odd. Like that's kind of why I wasn't drawn the like, trailer, I was like, oh, no. I was you like, know? Jennifer, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But she's promoting the Dickens out of it. Yeah, that's for sure. Very funny. Okay. So if you want a really good, raunchy, R-rated movie mm-hmm. with boobies. With then and full see- frontal, and I full, heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Just mean, to call back to Bradley that. your work. All right, raunchy <laughs> boobies and full frontal. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a yes. holiday week to me. <laughs> Get yes. down that holiday road. Wow. Yes. Oh, gosh. So I plan on, do you think the theaters are going to be just completely packed this weekend? That's a really good question. I would hope so with Indiana Jones. I, I would hope that that, I mean, go see it. Go visit my friends at Imagine Theaters. Go see Indiana Jones. Because we want that theatrical going experience. And you want to see Harrison Ford back on the big screen. I was at Imagine last weekend for my film series, The Dark Knight. And it was kind of quiet. Mm. I mean, my movie did really well. But mm-hmm. I think other movies were a little quiet. Mm. So if you haven't seen Elemental yet, the new Pixar, oh. take the family to go see that. That's really good. Yeah, that good. got kind of lukewarm reviews, though, didn't I know. It? Like, not my favorite Pixar. Yeah. I, right. I gave it three out of five. But... The animation is stunning and okay. really good messages for kids. So you're saying there's plenty to go um, sit in a nice, cool theater Asteroid this weekend. Asteroid City. Asteroid, okay. Oh, yeah. Yes, of let's course. talk about that. Because yes. I got to interview a couple of them. See those interviews on my YouTube channel. But Asteroid City, if you love Wes Anderson, which love I him. do, I think that this is one of his most playful movies. Whimsy. It's a take on like the sci-fi B-movies, clearly inspired by Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Mm. And it's about this group, these group of Stargate and uh, space cadets going to this small town called Asteroid City where there was this meteor landing and they sell, they have this three-day celebration. That's kind of the main narrative. Mm-hmm. And you have a couple of those actors that are also in the second narrative, which is about a group of actors putting on a play about Asteroid City. Oh, oh. I didn't know that. So, yes. <laughs> there's a play within yes, the movie? Yes. I'm all that, down for that. That's like a for black and white. Yes. Yes. There's like a black and white, you know, full frame like narrative, mm-hmm. that, that story. And then the widescreen color 
colorful hues that Wes always does best yeah. is that is the scene set in Asteroid City with Scarlett Looks Johansson. Looks beautiful. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, you I want to have... decorate my house with those colors. Like, I want to use it, it as a color. Just I know, you, well, you need like a filter. You need Somebody needs to invent like glasses <laughs> that we can wear that just make the world a Wes Anderson. And everyone has uh, to be in the center frame. Yeah. And you can yes. only move with on the, that With the one, music. With oh, the app, gosh, yes. It's so beautiful. You, yeah. It's eccentric. It's weird. Don't try to make sense of it. And because, so are we. And so are we. And that's why we love each other. Yeah. Paul, thank you so much for um, joining us on this holiday weekend. Hopefully you've got holiday plans, something fun. It's called relaxing on my couch. Oh, please oh. do it. And enjoy every minute of it. Are you going to be on Twin Cities Live yes, today? Yes, you can see that interview with Dana Barron from Vacation on oh, Twin nice. Cities Live today. Yeah. Nice. Fabulous. You can check thank out you. all of Paul's stuff on his website, paulstriptothemovies.com. And you can listen to him right here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. When we come back, Dawn. Yes? It's Friday. I know. That means we're playing a game, but today we're a team. Oh, that's right. We, we don't, don't have to have battle to it out. We can sad. hold hands yes. and set off into the sunset for a beautiful holiday weekend when we come back <laughs> right here. Thanks, Paul, on my team. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at BLVDAutoWorks.com. What does that stand for? Boulevard Auto Works. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony. They have been there for over four decades, keeping vehicles safe and tip-top shape on the road all summer long, every summer. And summertime is the perfect road trip season. In fact, I've been thinking a lot about road trips. I'm getting on a plane later, but I really would love to be on a road trip soon. And here's why. They're just fun, right? Like, you get there when you get there. You can take your sweet time. You get to see the scenery. Best part of all, pit stops, gas gas station snacks. I love everything about a road trip. But before you start a road trip, the best thing to do is to make sure your car's ready for whatever the road throws its way. So, here's what I would suggest. Make an appointment with Tom and his team over at Boulevard. Drop your car off. They'll have a courtesy car waiting. Then when you come back, you'll be all ready to go for your road trip. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. This is your place for entertainment. Thank you for joining us. If you missed any part of the show today, you can go back and listen to our podcast, which all three hours are usually posted by 4 o'clock. So... It's time for Game Show Roulette. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, our final game show for the week and our final game show until the uh, 4th of July break. We're going to be gone for a whole week. Crazy. Let's spin the wheel and find out what we're going to play. Of course, on Fridays, we wear pink. No, I mean, we play together when we play (laughs) Game Show Roulette here is what we are playing today. Oh, yeah. Come on down. The you Price is Right. are the next contestants on The Price is Right, and we're playing the clock game today. Oh. You oh. two are working together. To, to not get to 12 o'clock or no, something? No, the clock game, you get 30 seconds, so oh, you're okay. going to go back and forth. Generally, I don't, when, obviously. Okay, yeah, when, <laughs> when it's on Price is Right, Act Bob, like we've never heard it. Bob or Drew have uh, the prices in their hand, and the person says, oh, I think it's, we played it with Timu not too long ago. It's oh, like, oh, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, yeah, $100 yeah. higher, $120 oh, yeah, higher, yeah. $130 lower, $120, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, you higher, two are going higher, to be, higher, lower, lower, lower. you two are going to be the contestants, and you're going to give uh, each other the higher or the lower, as I'll start the 30-second timer. Now, you may notice my assistants have sent you some items. <laughs> In the group message, there are How items. How does he get assistance, by the way, Don? Uh, I know. I don't pay it's them much. He does, like, producers do, like, four jobs at once. And he does two shows, so that's why. 
Yes. My, my Barker's <laughs> beauties are just uh, Grant in a dress. It works, works out really well for <laughs> yes, me. Yes, thank um, you. So uh, let's look at the first game. Now, okay. now one of you. Beauties. We, I think we could be Barker's beauties for true. you. That's true. That's true. So, uh, uh, Don, you have the prices for game one. I don't okay. say those prices. Um, <laughs> Bradley has the pictures. You both actually have the pictures for game one. You'll see uh, in this first game, Bradley, you're trying to win yourself a Weber Spirit E3. 310 liquid propane gas grill because by the way all of these items are perfect for the 4th of July. Of That's our theme are. today. So 4th of July favorites. So your first item is a Weber Spirit E310 propane gas grill and your second item is an Engel uh, H D30 waterproof soft side cooler tote bag. Oh, I was like, what the hell is that? That's a tote bag. That's you a can, fancy a tote bag. Mm-hmm. So how it's going to work is uh, you're going to start with the grill. You're going to give prices as the clock will start sounding all the way down to zero. If it gets to zero, you two lose. If you get it before then, you win. Now, once you get the first item, I'll stop the clock, and then you get a chance to do the second one. So you okay. guys understand? Yeah. Remember the, cl- remember the clock game now? Yeah. Oh, all yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don, you have the price. So yes, you, I do. All you are going to say is higher or lower as Bradley tries to guess the and price. Not the number. And do not say the number, please. <laughs> all right. Are you two ready to yes. play the clock game today? Yes. Uh, Let's as, do it. As soon as you start guessing, Bradley, I'll start the timer. Uh, and this is the you're grill. starting on the grill. The grill. Okay. Uh, f- uh, 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 529. Higher. 600. Higher. 750. Lower. <clears throat> 650. Lower. 640. Lower. 625. Lower. 600. Higher. 615. Higher. 619. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Nicely done. You did it with 13 seconds to spare, however. It took 17 seconds to get there. That took way too long, sorry. But that's all right, because all you have to do now is get that price of the soft serve cooler. Does he just have the 13 seconds? Yes. You only have the combined 30 seconds. mm -hmm. So don't say, oh. Are you? It's <laughs> just like you're not going to get it. I th- you guys did very well there. I was very impressed. Let's I should see if have you said higher it. and lower quicker. I'll do it this time. No, okay. I was like slow ass. All, All right. right. Uh, uh, go ahead and start guessing, Bradley. You got 13 seconds to get the price of the soft serve cooler for the win. $75. Higher. Uh, $100. Higher. $125. Higher. $150. Higher. $200. Higher. $300. Lower. $275. Lower. $245. Lower. $225. Higher. $235. Higher. Oh, so close. You were so close. 239. I think that that's a ridiculous price. I know. I mean, you get these like for free if you do a marathon or something, you know? Well, this one looks, it does look fancy, but. This one you put your ice in. 235. I'm sorry. I am not spending it. Mike likes it. What did you say? You put your ice in that on July 4th. It's going to be there on August 4th. That's how good this is. Do you know that? No, I totally made that up. Um, Sorry. I like it when he lies to us because I believe it. I like it when he lies to us. That's funny. All right. We're moving on to game two. Uh, You didn't win those two products, unfortunately. Your your party is going to go without a grill and without a cooler. Uh But the good news is your 4th of July party might have a massive inflatable kite that looks like an octopus. Oh my God, that is terrifying. That is 65 feet tall. Jeez. Oh my God, it's crazy. And That's menacing. That thing. I it, love it. And I didn't realize this until earlier today as I went down the rabbit hole of massive kites that are available for purchase. You can get one. Don't that you look feel like, like that would get caught in a power line? Yeah. <laughs> 
you basically you have to tell like the FAA. Yeah, like you have to give them a heads up. You can have your own Macy's Day Parade if you really wanted to, just with it's a little so trip big. down Amazon, because there are a lot of these things available to you. It's pretty fascinating. That's fun. So, a 65-foot uh, octopus kite. Okay. That's your first item. Uh-huh. And then your second item for the kiddos, it's an inflatable water slide, five-in-one water park castle bouncy house. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's water added to it. Whoa. There's a basketball hoop. There's water that cannons. A couple of... Uh, oh, yeah. They didn't have those when we were kids. No. No, no we had an air mattress in a hose. Yes. I swam in the drainage ditch. That's a bucket. all I did. We had a, a bucket and a sponge. Yep. So, all right. Those okay. are your two items. Okay. Now, this time, Bradley, you have the prices, yeah. I believe. Uh, so, again, Dawn, you're going to try to guess the prices of those items. I just items. want to say really quick, I have yeah. a really hard time getting a normal flight uh, kite to fly. Okay. This wouldn't be easy. No, okay. I feel like you're going to need 30 people to run this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All righty. So, as soon as you start sure. guessing the prices, Dawn, I'll start the timer. 300. Higher. 400. Higher. 500. Higher. 700. Lower. 600. Lower. 550. Higher. 575. Higher. 589. Lower. 585. Higher. 586. Higher. 87. Higher. 88. Yes! Exactly 15 seconds. You got it, girl. Right at the medium point, right at the middle point. Nicely done. Okay. Deep breaths, deep breaths. You got plenty of time here for your final one. Okay. Again, this is the Honey Joy Inflatable Water Slide 5-in-1 Water Park Castle Bouncy House. That's the name of the the company. I'm sorry. Honey Joy. All right. (laughs) Okay, so this is massive. This is like 20 feet by... It shows, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Or I don't know how big that is. It's many feet. Yeah, it's big. Okay. It holds a lot of feet. Okay, I want to start going. Go. Okay, 700. Lower. 600. Lower. 400. Lower. 200. Higher. 300. Lower. Uh, 250. Higher. 275. Lower. Uh, 270. Higher. Lower. Uh, 265. Higher. 266. Higher. 267. Higher. Oh! 269. 269. You missed it by a second. You would have gotten it one second later. So close. I do have a couple more items. Who wants to give and who wants to receive on these two? Mm, I will receive. Okay, so... What does that mean? I'm going to send you the prices, Bradley, right now. Excuse me, my assistant's going to send the prices over Mm, to you. All right, you got two new prices here. Sophia and William patio set. This is a seven-piece patio set. Again, these are all items that are great for 4th of July. That is your first item. It's the table. It's the chairs that go with it. You guys see the picture. And then the second item is a... Tropical f- uh, fruit circular no, beach towel with is... microfiber towels. <laughs> or, yeah. okay. I keep saying the word towel over and over again in the description. I don't know why. <laughs> towel, towel, um, towel. Okay. Exactly. So there you go. Those are your two items. We've got a little bit of time to get this in. Right, we okay. can do it. We can do it. Uh, Dawn, you're going to start guessing. And when you start guessing, I will start the timer. 1129. Lower. Uh, a, a thousand. Lower. Uh, 750. Higher. Uh, lower. Uh, 650. Higher. 675. Higher. Uh, 700. Higher. Uh, 750. Lower. 725. Higher. 727. Higher. 735. Higher. 747. Higher. 749. Yeah! There you go. Wow. Oh. Ooh, it only left me with how much time. <laughs> I don't know, but I just touched my, uh, my, Your I had chest. Ch- my chest <laughs> here for a second. I got very excited. Okay
We are it's down to the Fourth of July is coming early. The fireworks have begun. Yes, it has. All right, let's do this. We got one okay, final this item. This is a stupid round you towel. O- you only have nine. Stupid round towel. You better get it right okay, off the girl. back, girl. You only have nine seconds. Now, mm-hmm. keep in mind, this is like microfiber and everything. The sand doesn't sit on it. It doesn't do anything. So it's, it's nice? This is a very nice towel. Okay, great. I'll All say right. that. All right. You got nine seconds. When you start, I'll start. 70. Higher. Uh, 80. Higher. 100. Higher. 150. Higher. 230. Higher. Uh, 400. Lower. 300. Lo- lower. Uh, 270. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Don't oh, ever pay t- more than $200 for a beach towel. 285. Oh, my God. I bet- what idiot? No, Let's, I shouldn't say idiot. If we look what up, person? I'm going to quickly look on Timu. <laughs> and find an equivalent. Since you bucks. know there will be one. Yeah. yeah. Round... Microfiber uh, beach towel. Also, it's an ugly towel. We hate it. There's lots of different styles. I just picked that one because I don't know. No, it's, no. It's I fun. mean, it's not the, the fault is not yours, Mike. Know, the fault is whoever thought that was a brilliant towel. By the way, congratulations! You're both going home with this now that you are consolation oh, prize winners. Oh, we got something. It's kidneys advanced therapy. Corday advance is the longest lasting hydrocortisone cream available without a prescription. It oh. works for 12 hours. Corday advance uses directed anti-itch cream. There you go. Okay, what I found cream? an equivalent Anti-itch. towel that's twelve dollars and forty-eight cents. Yeah, way minutes. better. Let's get those. Mm, okay. Enjoy Great your Fourth of July Mike. with all those items. Thank, Thank you. you so much, yes. Mike. Dawn, uh, let's go have a nice weekend with friends and family. Not weekend, week. Um, We'll be back, uh, you know when we'll be back, in a week. In a while. Up next, though, Lori and Julia. Happy 4th, everybody! Happy 4th, bye!